AfroTales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Chef, Chef. Yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor, a hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, video. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. Hello and welcome. I'm Aman Mazingo and this is the Afro Tales Podcast, a show that will explore the folklore, tales, myths, and legends of the African diaspora. Today we go into a realm of tall tale, um, a fairy tale, um, a legend, almost all of them uh, rolled into one. We head down to South Carolina coastal regions and we talk about a creature that most of us love and enjoy so sit back relax and enjoy this tale about the mermaid the mermaid oh yeah you don't know what happened huh well i tell you like this here our countryside stretches along the ocean Our city is full of life. We have the best field crops and food from the sea. Our youngins can read and write, laugh and sing. We have the best of good and even better. We sleep deep and long in the night times, as calm as babies. But yeah, one day, something let loose on us out of the blue. A black cloud the size of a man's hat started way up high. We all saw it swell until it filled the whole sky. Then, it came swirling straight down on our shoulders like some giant, scarce boil, ready to burst. Rain upon rain fell from the rolling black cloud. Its darkness bullied down our streets. Lightning streaked past our windows. Thunder cracked. We (laughs) cringed. Covered our heads for dear life, you know. It rained rivers over our roofs and down our chimneys. 
happens all at once. The wind of it died down. The lightning of it emptied out. No thunder sounded. Rain, though, fell as steady as every day and every night. We felt the rain would never stop. Days passed, and the whole of our city became a flood, far and wide. Every road was marshland. Every reach of land was lakeland. In the woods, the trees gave off an odor of rot. All kinds of garbage and muck floated in the streets, clear to our knees. <clears throat> the cockroaches. Oh, the cockroaches emptied out of our kitchen walls by the thousands into the flood and up our backs. What had been hard ground under us became soft and squishy, like flesh wet and falling off the bone. Some of us folks went crazy. Rain came down for, you know, five weeks straight. All of us became jittery with nerves. We felt there was something new and never seen among us. We'd all heard this tale, you know, that something drenched in cold had crawled out of the sea and made its way over land and through the rotting stench of wet. I don't know. The dark rumor spread amongst our houses. A woman screamed it, clawing at a lamppost. There's a merwoman among us. Yes, a mermaid. Our city is drowned. The water will claim us all unless she is put back to sea, is what she said. That was the story we all believed. We were hysterical. Damp all the time. The sky, ghostly dark every day. We'd believe anything. It was a mermaid that caused our misfortune. It had to be. We all knew who had captured the mermaid, though. It was the doctor. With his roots and potions. He was our druggist, you know, uh, our apothecary. We all knew him, but we stayed away from him because he wasn't a regular doctor. He was a doctor of dead things. For years, that was whispered, reported. He had a hidden room of outworldly creatures, you know. So the story went. Terrible, half alive, half dead things that ought not be seen in the light of day, ever, some people said. This doctor of darkness had a helper, though, Asa. That was his name. He told us, whispering, of course, he keeps her with his ungodly things. 
on top of the most high shelf. And they're in a bell jar. The mermaid. That's how he talked. <laughs> no, we said, uh, but we believe. We did. We seldom say it isn't true. No. Oh, yes. Sides <laughs> of talk. That's what he said. He also said, she's a beauty. But she's shrunken down. And she's been out of her ocean too long. She's awfully tiny in the bell jar. But she's just so lovely to see. How does she sing? We asked her. Is she still alright? Is she okay? We didn't want it hurt us up, you know, or die. She covered in green waters, what he told us. She had long hair that flows like waves around her, is what he said. He also told us her hair looks like stringy vines in a breeze. Her mouth open, fist banging on the bell jar. She wanted out. And he also said there's a goldfish swimming there, around and around her too. That was strange. I guess no more strange than what everything else was going on, you know. And we believed him, all right. That doctor to deadly things held a mermaid captive in a tall bell jar. The rain kept on. It beat down on our porches and into our windows it emptied into our rooms and fireplaces it seemed that all at once we got angry we were tired of it all of sitting in our chairs with water up to our knees we stormed and raged and finally we gathered and became a mob a great mob wading out toward our doctor's shop we were sodden and wild with fear. We picked up the muck in our hands and threw it at the doctor's window. Bring us the mermaid, we shouted. <laughs> yes! The thought of her there made us sad enough to cry. We say let her out. Let her go back to where she belongs. The doctor comes outside very proper man but there's no such thing there's no mermaid here or anywhere you lie said a tall black man in the back a very small man bravely swam down to the basement window he was gone for a long time then we heard something break Next came putrid, slithering, crawling things out of the house. They slime-coated the waters everywhere we stood. The small dark man floated back up breathless. I seen her. He gasped at us. She's got her little hands on the rim of the jar. She's crying, I tell you. She is beyond beautiful. The tiny, beautiful, pitiful thing. 
Some men of our town got together. They broke down the door and searched the shop upstairs, downstairs, all over the place. In the secret places, that is. The rest of the horrible half-living things must have been hiding in deep, dark, dank corners for our men never found anything unusual. No mermaid at all. We give you our word. There's no such thing here. Go on home. That's what the doctor said to us. Then a tall white man said to us, Leave now. If you don't leave at once, we will call out the army and make you leave. Speaking to us this way, who lived here in this city all our lives. The merwoman was never found. Some of us had hoped to hold her in our palms and talk to her. Maybe if those men had reached out, reached all the way out and up to the top shelf, or in the shadows behind things, I don't know. In the doctor's back room, they maybe they would have found something. Found her swimming in her jaw. Likely, she shrunk to a size of a baby frog and a hungry one, too. She'd been there all along, but so shriveled, they couldn't recognize her. That's what we believe. The rains did stop, though. Perhaps because the bell jar was now big enough to suit the mermaid. Or else, maybe the doctor let her go. Sent her back on her way. Down the flooded streets and woods. Till she got back to the bottom of the ocean. We knew she caused the rains. We didn't blame her. We blamed the doctor. Well, well, what had been was gone. Once the rain ended, all that was left, when the waters went all the way back down to the ocean, was the stinking, rotting fish smell. And lots of muck for us to clean up. Our street smelled as if tons of fish had been cleaned on our stoops and in our houses. For weeks, we washed down our walls and scrubbed and swept our streets. We tried hard to rid ourselves of souring fish odors. On hot days, you can still smell them. Our doctor, oh no, he he left. Closed up shop and moved away. Some say to the north. We've not heard from him. Maybe he's dead. Good riddance. None of us here can say, though. Still, we all know that men live and then they die. All the time. But maybe mermaids do as well. The end. Wow. So, wow. (laughs) This story, um, based on true events. Look it up. July 3rd, uh, 1867, South Carolina uh, mermaid. Google that. The whole thing. And it'll come up. 
um, names involved will be uh, John Bennett or um, Armin Tucker. Um, this is a story based on true events in South Carolina right after the Civil War. And uh, they are amazing. I didn't really know how to tell this story to give it justice. The emotion uh, that they must have been feeling at this time. But I hope I did them justice. I, I hope I really gave them what they wanted in telling this story. Uh, a lot of people know about mermaids, um, the little mermaid, um, you know, things of that nature. Um, mermaid stories all over the place. But mermaids hold a, uh, a real significant place for many Africans and African-Americans and people of the African descent uh, because they come from Africa. Um, the ocean spirit, uh, the uh, ocean goddess, is in most times represented as a mermaid. Uh, people believe that those slaves or those should say slaves. Those that were captured and on the slave ships that jumped over turned into mermaids, or their spirits turned into mermaids uh, in the ocean. Um, which is <laughs> probably a reason why most sail ships or sailors, you know, get drugged down and are scared of them. It's those African spirits uh, taking revenge on a lot of sail sail. Um, Sailors and uh, their ships and everything. I don't know. But this story to me was amazing. It had that touch of uh, Americanism. Um, and, but it also had that touch of old African spirituality. Um, uh, the Congo regions. The, the Ghanaian regions. Nigerian regions. Um, you know the different cultures from Africa all all uh, merge here with just the simple uh, statement of saying the mermaid. They all know about it. Um, I love this story. I did, uh, and you'll probably hear me say that about a lot of stories. If I'm telling the story, I probably love this story, right? So, yeah. Um, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. If you did, um, if you didn't, please email me. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> what I can do better to make you enjoy the story, to help you enjoy the stories. All right. Um, until next time. Thank you. Thank you for your time. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iTunes, or wherever you may listen to podcasts. You may also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Afro Tales Podcast, all one word, or on Twitter at Afro Tales Cast. Please share, comment, like, leave a rating so others may find us just as you have. Again, I'm Amon Mazingo. This is Afro Tales Podcast, and until next time, have a great day. <laughs>